Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. This is episode number 36, I believe. (laughs) Don't quote me on that. I'm about 78% sure. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, today I am coming to you guys with another um, interview on the podcast, which I'm super excited to be doing. It's actually a funny manifestation story, which is that a couple of weeks ago, I was on a call with my coach and I said, I really want to be interviewing more women on the podcast. That's just something I've been wanting to do. I love the back and forth conversation. I love what other people are able to bring, their stories, their experiences, their tips and tools and things like that. But I just don't know how to find the right people without spending, you know, ages and ages searching through profiles on Instagram. And uh, as I was having that conversation with someone, then a few more people within a couple of days of that happening actually lined up. And so I've done three back-to-back interviews. I've got another one scheduled for next week. All women who I just feel bring so much to the table. Today's episode is with someone who I have a very long history with. Her name is Laura Loach, and I have known her every single day of her entire life. She's about nine years younger than me, and she is the younger sister of my longest, longest friend. And she grew up about 400 meters down the road from me in a very small neighborhood about an hour north of Toronto in Canada. So uh, Laura started an Instagram account when she was 18 and she focused on sharing inversion tips with people. She is a self-taught inversion addict. Her handle is the inversion addict on Instagram and she has grown an audience of almost 30,000 people organically. And then that led her into getting into coaching and turning in it into more of a business. But she is definitely a serial entrepreneur. She is also only 22. And in the last few years, I've gotten to witness her just really saying yes to life, just really opening herself up to following her intuition over anything else. And what has transpired in those three years or four years has been absolutely amazing. She has done all kinds of things. And when I talk about that in the podcast, and it's just really a testament to when you open yourself up to life, when you start saying yes, when you start trusting that the opportunities that come to you are coming to you for a reason that you're supposed to act on them, amazing things start happening very quickly. And we also talk a lot in this episode about really getting out of your own way in terms of doing what's important to you, sharing yourself authentically and unapologetically. And uh, I think that, you know, Laura's ability to do this is really a testament to just the following that she's been able to build um, and how much people really resonate with her authenticity because she doesn't worry about what people are thinking of her. And I think that this is something I truly feel so inspired by. I also know it's something that a lot of other entrepreneurs and especially women entrepreneurs really struggle with in terms of just putting themselves out there unapologetically, not obsessing over every single thing that they post over who they might be upsetting in the process and instead just really trusting themselves and choosing their happiness over, you know, anybody else's. So I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Without further ado, here's my interview with Laura Loach. Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast, where hustle is out and alignment is in. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for the modern entrepreneur, and I'm here to share with you how to grow your business from the inside out. You can achieve even your biggest business goals quickly by learning to align your thoughts, actions, and energy with that which you wish to see manifest. There's literally nothing you cannot do, be, have, or achieve, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Laura. Welcome to the podcast. 
Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to have you. I think it's, oh, this is going to be so much fun. I told everyone in the intro just sort of, you know, how we know each other. I like literally, literally remember the day that you were born. And uh, I just feel like you and I have kind of ended up on very sort of similar paths in terms of, you know, how we're living our lives and what it is that we mm-hmm. are up to. So you are a perfect match for the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. So um, why don't you go awesome. ahead and and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes, happy to. Well, yeah, thank you for having me. And and it is so exciting to be here because we have known each other um, my whole life. You remember the day I was born, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's so exciting to be in a point in life where um, I could be here. So my name is Laura. Um, I grew up in Ontario and I essentially am a self-taught inversion addict. And for those of you who don't know what that means, um, to be inverted is to be upside down. So you may have been familiarized with this if you've been in a yoga class and the yoga instructor asks you to do a headstand. I kind of fell in love with the practice of headstands and ended up teaching myself this in my own living room in my own little tiny neighborhood where me and Lauren grew up together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fell in love with it and through that have gone on this like massive three-year kind of journey that's led me to where I am today. Um, but the core of it really has been this practice of getting upside down, now practicing headstands, forearm stands, and handstands. Right. And uh, it's not just that you learn to do headstands and, and inversions, which are incredible. And I will link up your Instagram in the um, show notes so that people can take a look. But uh, it's also about the fact that you recorded the whole thing on Instagram, um, from really being very new to it to, you know, growing now an audience of what, almost 30,000 people. Um, mm-hmm. so what kind of prompted you to decide to do that? Um, well, okay. So it wasn't so much what prompted me as who prompted me. Um, so what prompted me when I first started getting into inversions was like this need to make a change in my life uh-huh. because I was in my teenage years and was feeling depressed and sort of lost in that mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what to do. I was gaining weight because I was, you know, growing up um, and I loved food. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And so I, and I hated running and I hated traditional, the idea of traditional workouts and making yourself sweat and like putting yourself through pain to get yeah. gain. It, it, I really am not, have never really been about that approach. Yep. Um, not saying that you can't get into something and like, but the coming at it from an insecurity or being like, I need to, I need to punish you know, myself. Yeah. To get yeah. in shape that yeah. just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And anytime I tried to, that's where it was coming from. So the headstands and getting upside down was the first time I felt um, positive and truly happy. And I could like feel it that within myself while getting physically active and making a change in my day and trying something that was new and challenging. So I got wrapped into that and I decided myself, I'll make an Instagram account and, you know, I I won't share it with anyone from my hometown or my family yet because I'm (laughs) just going to get like really, I'm going to nerd out on these inversions and it's probably going to be annoying to people that actually know me, but I want to try to find a community of people that I can relate to. And I started to do that and I was doing like, you know, the like black and white phone videos that you can go way back and and find the start of my feed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it was good. And I maybe like grew like a following of 300 people and I was really impressed with that and excited. Um, and then I started dating Jeremy about three months into of having made my Instagram, who is my still current boyfriend. 
This mm-hmm. is over three and years you guys ago. Met on Tinder in Toronto, right? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. We, thank <laughs> you. No. Sorry, yeah, I, love we, story. I do love your story, though. That's why I bring it up because yeah. nothing is coincidence, guys. Like the universe brings you the right people at the right time. <laughs> yeah. This the whole the whole thing from finding the headstands and sort of listening to that to meeting Jeremy to where I am today. It all has like fallen from that same spark of of listening to that kind of listening to something that is, you know, you're making the right decisions yes, for yourself. That intuition. Um, exactly. exactly. That's why I bring it up. It's like, it was just such a fluke sort of thing that you, you know, you just like went on one coffee date with him. Yeah. And like, okay. You, we could have swiped right or left or whatever <laughs> way it is that's wrong. I don't even know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I know it, it is. It's wild. It's something that we still talk about to this day because now we've done so much together and it's like, wow, mm. what if we hadn't have like, cause both of us almost flaked on that date. Cause it's hard <laughs> to follow through on a coffee Tinder date. It's scary. So anyways, um, when I did meet Jeremy though, and, and we, um, just like kind of wildly meeting and falling in love from connecting on Tinder, we then also moved in together really fast and started working on things together, um, like going to the gym and Jeremy started practicing on some inversions and he um, had more interest in following, like he was um, very into the online fitness community and he was doing all his health and nutrition stuff and he really, um, he knew about more potential with social media than I did at the time. And Jeremy really brought it to my attention that, you know, what I'm doing is awesome and I'm already sharing it on Instagram, but let's try to really um, take it up a notch and and like build a community, build that brand and following around me learning inversions so mm-hmm. that we could create something to work with there one day because it's something that I I loved. And at the time, I didn't know how I would ever, you know, make something that I loved my career um, or something that I could make a true like worldwide impact with, not just a small personal Instagram. Um, so Jeremy really helped me take it to that next level. And then we have worked on that together ever since. Right. And uh, he sort of became the account photographer and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and just so you guys know, Jeremy is from Australia. Yes. So you guys have done quite a bit of traveling around and stuff like that. Now, did he have sort of a background in any of this stuff? Or like, what was it that had him kind of prompt you to, you know, really start taking this more seriously? Well, he, as far as an actual background um, as far as education goes he did go to um, university in Australia for film and television so that gave him like a knowledge with the camera which we eventually got but right um, I think more than anything what prompted him was um, Jeremy's very he's from day one of meeting him I've been I was taken back because he's such a um, he's a really hardworking man but very much so on himself and the things that right. he wants to accomplish so you know i met him and he's writing and reading and and doing all these things that a lot of the guys that we grew up around and, you know, and stuff weren't doing <laughs> right. um, and i'm not saying that that's that that's like, yeah. wrong or anything but yeah. it's just a different it's just a different type of focus yes. um and that definitely was an area that i was lacking or afraid of like sitting down and journaling and things like that were not stuff that I was ready to do at that point. Um, so Jeremy was really fascinating to me with that. And his approach with social media, I guess, was that um, he had the knowledge of of the photos that would be necessary and what would ha- need to happen behind the camera, but then also what needed to happen for me to start to build my community. So, you know, how to 
get people to come together, but not doing right. it through um, a spammy way that a lot of people go about on Instagram um, for like giveaways and right. um, competitions and like stuff that's really um, like it's just you can get lost in, in Instagram or you can turn into a community and like a hub for like minded people and people don't just ignore you. <laughs> right. So let's talk about that a little bit then, because one yeah. of the things I always talk to you about um especially in the last kind of year, but we've often talked about really being able to sort of speak your truth. Like one thing I really admire about what you've done is that you're unapologetically yourself on your Instagram. And I know you very well outside of Instagram and I follow you obsessively on Instagram and you're the exact <laughs> same person and you have no problem uploading like 15 videos a day of your cat on your stories. <laughs> like, you But I actually love that because it's so like, I'm in love with my cat. If you don't like it, don't watch. Like, yeah. <laughs> which is like an Seriously. area that I honestly have really struggled with, which is like just being unapolog mm -hmm. unapologetically myself and not worrying mm -hmm. about what people think about, you know, either they like it or they don't. So first of all, what would you say are some of the specific strategies that maybe Jeremy helped you with? And, and what have you brought to the table in terms of your um, just your authenticity, because I really like what you're saying around building a community that isn't built on, you know, follow for follow or mm -hmm. like any of those strategies that so many people, um, get kind of sidetracked with or think that they need to do in order to build an Instagram following. No, that that's a great uh, question. So I think the number one thing with me is that I know I've known from day one, what my passion is. Um, and that's what Jeremy saw when he was like, you know, let's work on your Instagram as he could see my, my passion. And, and to me, like your passion or, or the change that you want to make, that is like, that's your gold, right? That's what you yeah. can always use to motivate you. Your, um, you your zone of genius. I've heard it called. That's like, cool. Eh? Yeah. Your zone like of genius, that. like the thing that you're just like, I just need to shout this from the rooftops. <laughs> Absolutely. So, right. and like, and that's basically like where I was at with inversions when Jeremy and I first met. I had, I was, I had been um, practicing headstands for about six months when we first met, and I was just starting forearm stands, which for me was a really big deal because, just to give everyone a bit of background, I never did dance or gymnastics as a kid, and um, that's something now that when people look at my photos and what they I'm just doing, assume. they're like, yeah, they just assume and they kind of like roll their eyes when I tell them that I didn't um they probably think I was just like super graceful child <laughs> do you know I wasn't <laughs> well I remember like we spent a weekend together uh, with some friends uh some some mutual friends your sister is like my best friend but Mm -hmm. Anyways, just to give some context, uh, in August of that year, um, and you were struggling with a few things and I know like, you know, the weight thing was something that you were working through. And then I saw you like yeah. three months later and you'd gotten into inversions and you'd lost like 30 pounds and like for like a different <laughs> person, <laughs> like it was, uh, so obviously it really, really spoke to you and it, like, you just, you just came alive, um, once and, you and started. That, well, that was years of like to get there though was like years of compound interest of me getting unhappy right <laughs> like contrast um, yeah yeah and I was I was like getting unhappy and I and and I also it was it was that timing like we're you're I think when we're young when we're like teenagers and going through that transition of high school to college to adult to to whatever it ends up looking like for people but there is usually a pretty crazy change from living with your parents to being right. on your own 
you have this opportunity to really like, I feel like when you're young, it's easier to have these breakthrough moments in life and, and to really make a huge change in who you are, especially compared to if you are just, if you're living in the same house you've been living in for 10 years, and all of a sudden you're trying to change your lifestyle and who you are, and your entire life is the exact same, like that's hard. I was at, I had finished grade 12. I was on my year off when I started to get really happy, unhappy, sorry. <laughs> um, and I, uh, and I was gaining weight. And I, in that spring of that year, um, a couple of people close to me had passed away and I was like down and, and I was in a different relationship at the time. And I um, decided like, you know what, I'm just going to try to learn how to do a headstand because my sister Nicola could do um, a headstand and I was like oh she can do one like that's one thing I'll, I'll just try that I don't want to run I'll try that and I tried it I was like wow this is really fun and I just I got totally like instantly hooked on it um, and then right away I was like oh my god there was that notice that I noticed that feeling of wow this is coming right. from a place of love and right. like, wanting so to appreciate myself and the second I felt that it was like there's no other choice so then when I saw you in three months I had then for three months been living in like, like I had, it's like I had just broken through a barrier that right. took me years to get through. And then once I was through, I was through and instantly everything changed. And so back to what we were saying about like the zone of genius and sharing yeah. that on Instagram and how Jeremy recognized that as like, this mm -hmm. is your gold because that mm -hmm. like just that piece that you said right there is in itself gold. Like yeah. it's, I've had to realize I always knew when I started this business, I just want to talk to people about alignment, about energy, about their thoughts and their mindset. And I've strayed away from that a few times being like, oh, but people want to learn about marketing. And like every time I get pulled back to this, like, no, you know what you want to be. It's the thing that you will listen to three different eBooks on in one day. Mm -hmm. Like this is, this is the thing you need to be talking about. So, um, how did sort of that play into having your Instagram account grow in this community grow? Um, mm -hmm. in terms of Jeremy recognizing, you know, this is the thing that you're here to share with the world. Yeah, I guess what it is, is like, I, I was feeling that I was feeling that it was me that was like, I need to share this. Jeremy was the one that he called me on it. And then I was like, Oh, shit. Okay, let's try to do it. And we started to um, but I think what allowed it to steadily grow and for me to put so much into it without battling too much too much with what you just said there which was you saying like going yeah. back to the marketing and the business side yeah um was the fact that at the time when we started it i was working other jobs i when jeremy and i first met we were living in toronto i was working at a gym then and going to college i finished that year of college we went to australia i was working there for that year in australia i've just been self-employed the past two years. Um, but before then, when we were working, the Instagram and all of that was very much so 100% just about that passion. I remember right. I, I didn't post a single post that was not valuable or related to inversions. Like I remember I didn't post a single photo of my face for the first year and a half of having that Instagram <laughs> right. because I was so like, I just want this to be about this passion. But then as I started to grow more and my life started to grow more and Jeremy and I started to accomplish more, I, I saw that, you know, I, I wanted it to expand past right. that. But when things come in like money um, and fear and comparing it to other people's mm. accounts and their yeah. engagement, you start to compromise yourself. You start to compromise that passion and your dreams and what it means to you. And you start to judge it and say it's not good enough and, you know, do things that aren't coming from that place of abundance and love and, right. and, 
and it, and it like, and that's when it can hurt it. And that's when you can get discouraged. And like just the other week, I had a week where my Instagram just statistically just wasn't going as well as it normally would be. And it was easy to have thoughts where it's like, oh, like, you know, I wonder why, like, I'm, I'm excited about these new different things that I'm doing or blah, blah, blah. And, and then it's like, wait a second, like, I just, if I just shine through with my passion and what I'm working on, where I am now, and, and just reflect on that myself, like, you know, people see that and everything ebbs and flows. And sure enough, um, things are going off right now, right. <laughs> you know, and, it, and it's great. And it's like, wow. you couldn't let that get the best of me that, that time. Otherwise I could have. Well, it'd be so easy for now. you too to stay in that fear of if I don't keep doing what I was doing to, to grow this Instagram account, you know, mm. all the time with every single post, then I'll, then I'll lose my engagement and therefore I shouldn't. So yeah, again, it like, it, it always comes back to just trusting yourself and owning your truth mm-hmm. of like, now your truth is that you are an entrepreneur. You're doing lots of things that still mm-hmm. have to do with your inversions, but are also about your lifestyle and what you're doing now. And, and, and your, your audience is going to want to hear about that. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's, that's, that is my hope. And, and I think that we all as people, like we have enough true, every single one of us has our own values to offer and to hold. But if we don't nurture them and believe in them and, and find a way to um, best express ourselves, then that's when we get lost in feeling like we're just, you know, one in, in right. a billion grain of sands. Um, when it's like, when we do have our individual power, we do have our own individual energy and like ripple effect on the universe, right? Like nothing will ever be the same. We're all here. Everyone right. is saying right now, like we're all here. We're all making a difference. So yeah, when you're believing in yourself, when you find a passion, something that truly speaks to yourself and you act out of that, um, yeah, good, good things and start you, happening. you get yourself <laughs> out of the headspace of what should I be doing rather than yeah. just trusting. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So what are, were some of the things then that you physically did? What were some of the kind of tactics you used to actually grow the Instagram? Because you said that mm-hmm. you weren't doing, you know, like challenges and things like that to get people to share, like you weren't doing the sort of typical things you see a lot of people doing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. What were you so, doing? So, um, you know, there, there's, there is the typical community engagement, like, you know, liking the people that are in your niche right. um, and, and doing all that. So we refined all that. We started getting good photos. But I really do believe that, like, the number one thing I was doing was I was genuinely sharing a passion that I actually gave a crap about. Like, and so I was helping people. I was putting, spending a lot, a lot of time helping people, like, in direct message, um, messaging people right. that I could see maybe needed help, giving a lot of free value, like, right. just free value, yeah. free value, free value. And it wasn't in a way that was at all draining of, like, oh, I'm giving all this free value and I'm getting nothing back. It was like, you I'm giving it. all this value and these people are, like, coming back to me the next day super happy. Like, it was very rewarding. Yeah. Um, not like, like Jeremy and I separate from social media, we also have started other businesses where we're doing marketing and stuff. And, and it's totally different. The atmosphere, like with with this, with inversions, people are doing it because they're wanting to better themselves. They're wanting to take on a challenge. Um, so it's been a very positive place, like for a 30,000 following, I would say very little zero to no toxicity there as far as people that are being like at all rude or negative um it's as far as the internet goes it's like shocking how positive yeah well and i think Um, that's something that is a reflection of of you right because i have a a facebook group but it's not the same thing but it's a facebook group of about six thousand, and i get people saying all the time this is the only group in this niche where there aren't 
women cutting each other down or, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I believe that that's, that's a, awesome. a reflection of me. Like I set that standard. I'm that energy, right? So the same thing with your account, you're that energy and that's what yeah. you then attract. No, but uh, serious, I, you know, I like to believe that as well. And, it, and it's because like you said, I'm trying to be as transparent as I can on my Instagram about, about who I am, not meaning that I'm sharing every detail of my life more that like, yeah, if I'm like digging this view or if pumpkin's being adorable and I want to share that, like, I, I don't care. I've really. And pumpkin is the cat, just so you guys know. <laughs> yes, she's my cat. Um... Uh, so then share a little bit about, um, so you're saying like you built it on, on tons of value, right? And mm-hmm. I actually love that. It's something that my coach has been talking to me a lot about, or just talking about a lot in general lately is like, you build a business, you build a following, you build trust on your content and on your value and on your mm-hmm. genuine desire to help people right Mm -hmm. um and that's I think something that's so lost for I mean it's a little bit different for you because you didn't start it you know with this intention of like okay I'm gonna turn this into a business down the 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 road that was like maybe a dream but the pressure wasn't there immediately right right same thing with like my YouTube channel in the beginning was like I just like making videos it's fun (laughs) yeah exactly and Um, that really and that did though that got you places with that channel when you were in that headspace but when that headspace shifted and it became like I have to make vegan videos Uh yeah you know know, yeah exactly it's different and it's like and and I've definitely experienced that with um with this Instagram and that has always been when I've been in my, for myself, has been when I've been in my um, worst headspace with financially, like with money, right. is when my Instagram has been the least enjoyable is because I'm looking at it as something that could be bringing in money. And if it's not bringing in whatever my insides right. yeah. are telling me I deserve or whatever, then I'm like getting frustrated with it. And that doesn't work. Like that's not how it works. Um, you have to you have to attract, obviously, yeah, like currency and, and value through being a valuable person and, and you are valuable when you are bettering yourself and you're believing in yourself and you're learning. And also things. giving that value and trusting that it, it's going to come back to you, right? Because a lot of people exactly. give and give and give, but they never expect it to come back. Or if it does, they're not willing to receive it. Yes, so that's it, so true. It's both sides of the coin. You have to be giving a lot of content and, and value and genuinely wanting to help people. And then also trusting that in doing that, you are also going to be taken care of and be ready mm-hmm. to receive it when it does come for you. Yeah. So, um, so you have transitioned a little bit lately, especially into coaching, right? Or maybe more than a little bit. So <clears> tell <throat> us a little bit about that, what it is that you're doing as an inversion coach. Mm-hmm. So up until, um, up until this past summer of 2018, um, Inversion Addict, my Instagram and my YouTube was something that I was, I was just giving that free value, trying to build a community, but I had yet to receive an actual, you know, actual money for, from it, from my hard work, as far as that goes. Um, and Jeremy and I at the time last summer were living in a bus that we renovated and we're driving around North America. And we were living off of our mobile income that we had created um, separately through doing social media marketing for um, actually, funnily enough, completely unrelated for like hospitality related businesses. Um, And we were doing that and it's kind of like, okay, like I just said, very unrelated. It's not where the passion is. Um, And I was like, I really, we were feeling that, you know, Inversion Addict was at the point where it's like, okay, let's, where could we go where we could start to bring in money, but really stay in line with that passion. 
Um, and I needed to, to start to create a database of what that meant to me, sort of, and how that all made me feel. And and we went through the thing of like, okay, well, let's create modules and, and that. And we started to do that. And I started to... Um, to get a lot of the fear coming in and and doubt because I was I hadn't done that before. I have a personal training background as far as certifications go, and I've worked a ton with people online through Instagram on version on inversions. But I uh, could feel that I, I just I wanted to know more <laughs> before creating a concrete product that is right. that is written down. So I thought I love working with people, but we're traveling around in this bus. So how could we do this? The idea of coaching inversions online didn't really appeal to me because I, I didn't understand how I would be able to effectively coach and like mm -hmm. truly make a difference, um, which was silly because I was already doing that. I was already doing that on Instagram. I was already helping people, right. holding them <laughs> accountable and, and, and making a big difference in their practice. I was just having a hard time believing that I'd be able to charge a value for it because I had been basically giving it for free for so long. <laughs> right. Um, so I then through all those emotions ended up receiving a message from one of my still clients today saying that, you know, she wants me to offer online coaching and that <laughs> that's she's so ready perfect. to pay me for it. Yeah, and I was like, uh, yeah, exactly. This and is how the universe works when you're like, I don't know. I don't know. The universe is like, here you go. Someone else yeah. is like, here, take my money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just came and like kind of kicked me in the butt. And this is just yeah. one, one person and someone coaching now. And, but she gave me that motivation or that belief. I needed that someone else to be like, to, to believe in me, to truly yes. see that potential. Right. As soon as I created it, I was like, wow, this is great. And this works. Um, and, and then I picked up, you know, like I started off with five clients in my first, <clears throat> within my first month. And, that and was, what does that look like? So they're sending you videos of their practice and you're giving them feedback? Yes. So basically because it's inversions and it's not like just working in the weight room, I can't just give them something that says do, you know, these squats with this amount of weight and blah, 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 and give them a written plan um, uh -huh. where it can just like maths be be calculated every week as far as the difficulty change goes. Um, this is really personal, very, very personal to the person's practice, how much somebody's willing to get upside down and, and all of that and, and commit to it themselves. So I have a few different options. I have weekly coaching, bi-weekly coaching, and now just a once a month um, sort of coaching check-in um, and consultation. Right. Uh, and and they're all incredibly well-priced if anybody is interested in learning about inversions or looking into those because I, I want to make it, I want to make it approachable for anybody right now. And for most people, it is a hobby. So right. it's essentially videos of yourself practicing a list of videos that I give people. And then they send me their videos and I then give them their homework for the next week and I give them their own personal review of them. So I am sitting down with the camera reviewing their work and then giving them their work for the next week. And it, so it's really a hands-on like there's right. no getting around that I'm I'm the one doing this for them. I'm checking in with everybody and it's really for me it's come from a place of wanting to really make a change, really hold people accountable to these goals that they have. Um, and and I, you can actually do that very effectively online. Yeah. Um, when people get to the point of doing like you know, certainly level inversion, <laughs> yeah, then yeah. I will send them elsewhere because that's not who I am and where I am yet. But for now, for um, people that just, you know, like if you take your headstand seriously, Lauren, like this is something we could do now. <laughs> 
right. <laughs> you know, um, and that those are the people I love to work with. They're basically the people that I used to be, the people that hadn't done this yet um, and are looking for something to wake them up physically and, and mentally. Right. Well, um, I always say that as a coach, you are helping a former version of yourself. Like those are the clients mm -hmm. that you're attracting because that's how exactly. you, you best understand how to help them. Right. You've overcome whatever it is that they're trying to overcome. Mm -hmm. So um, now, how has that uh, program expanded for you or have you kept it relatively small? Um, it has really, so Jeremy and I were living in a bus traveling around, right? Um, and then we went back and visited Australia and now we've driven across Canada again um, and are now in our new town where we're, ho we'll, we're hopefully staying for a while and we'll be traveling from. And um, you're in uh, Can Canmore, Alberta, just so the yes, audience. Yes, Canmore, uh, Alberta. Yeah. And it's, yeah, Mountain it's beautiful. Yeah. It, it's a place that we found while living on our bus. We stayed here for a week and, and fell in love with it. Um, and I, it's, it is a dream come true that we're living here now. And that is a part of that whole, you know, this is something that has come to us through us taking action on, on crazy things like yes. living in a bus. Um, so your original question here, uh, now my brain's gone. Yeah, no, that's okay. What's, uh, <laughs> how has it, how has your program expanded your coaching program? Oh, right. So it has stayed uh, so it has expanded and what it is expanded into now is a whole lot more clarity for me. I now have this database of all these people that I've worked with um, and what people struggle with and what they succeed with, especially when they're first practicing headstands and forearm stands. Um, and now it's leading into me being able to make some more concrete things. Um, but it's also made me realize that for me to stay where this passion is, um, I would like to continue coaching. Um, and I still am and I'm still taking on clients. Uh -huh. um, not to the point, though, where I thought where I originally thought I was going to take it because these things, you know, when you have an idea, it transforms once you yes, put it into action. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, but I'm working on some other exciting things right now that I don't know if I'm fully ready to share yeah. to the rest of the world right now. I'll tell you about it after. Um, but <laughs> okay. they're more linked into creativity um, related back to the arts with my inversions, trying to really tap into um, that and not just be the inversion coach um, right. because I am very much so not actually just that person and, and I'm, not, um, I'm not the former athlete that has um, all of that training. My specialty really is in supporting people and, and in um, really pushing myself and helping other people learn how to do that with themselves and I, I want to kind of help use that through different ways. Um, so it's very abstract sounding right now. Yeah. Um, more clarity around it right now. Uh, sorry, in the future. But the coaching has been this amazing transformation transformative experience of learning and learning a lot about myself and how I can better uh, help people reach right. their goals. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things I always do with my clients is um, I often encourage them if they have ideas for programs or courses, I often encourage them to work with people one-on-one -on -one first because that's mm -hmm. what's going to give them an idea of what they even need to include in a program or a course, right? Absolutely. Uh, or resources or whatever is when you start talking to people, you start working with people, you go, okay, here's what people need from me. And I could, yeah. I could teach this on a bigger scale, but until you have worked with those people, you might not actually know. Absolutely. So, and you learn so much from that teaching process, right? Like it's, it's incredible. And, and you're forced to think about things in a way that you wouldn't, or maybe you'd put off for yourself. Or if I'm okay at, at pressing into a handstand, um, it doesn't mean that I don't now need to get extremely inventive to help all of these other people learn how to break through this. Um, so it's, it's exciting when you become a teacher because you're yes. forced to look at the same old issues in different ways for different people. 
um, and you just become that much more well-rounded. Right. Um, and that's what I've just been so thankful for and excited about is, is that there's has been so much success with something that I started off with so much uncertainty. Um, right. And that kind of brings me into the next thing I wanted to talk about, which was this, you know, you getting into inversions and starting this Instagram account kind of tripped this um, series of events in your life where, mm -hmm. you know, you were already planning on moving to Toronto, but then you ended up leaving school or things didn't work out with school, right? Mm -hmm. Your program got canceled. And so you enjoyed yeah. the move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I uh, completed my certificate program because right. this is like my, this is me speaking for me. Um, I did a one year American sign language program, which right. is obviously very unrelated to my life now. Taught me a lot about language and communication. But you though. had originally planned on doing school for a little bit longer. But yeah. I was going to do a f total of four years and I was going to be an interpreter and, and live like that whole life. But yeah, so instead I just did the one year cert. And during that one year cert, I met Jeremy and was like, Ooh, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and they also canceled your program, right? At the, they, the four they, years or they changed, yeah, they changed it. it. Mm -hmm. So, so, I mean, that's a perfect example there of like life being like, Oh no, nope, you're not meant to do this. Yeah. So that was a pretty crazy change. It changed from a diploma to a degree. So it right. went from being a college diploma to a, to a degree that was tied into you um university of toronto um right. and it just it went from being like completely like practical in the fields um within the deaf community to being like all theory um and 10 times of ex as expensive so um so you i moved, was like that was a perfect sign <laughs> you yeah exactly you moved to australia then you guys came back you lived in toronto for a year then you bought and and uh, converted a bus into basically mm -hmm. a tiny home on wheels, which was really cool. Then mm -hmm. you sold the bus for a profit, I believe, or yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you went back to Australia for a couple months. Now you're in Canmore and you're like 22 and you've done all these things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so what would you say, um, what role do you think inversions played in all that? Because really for the last like four, three or four years, you've just been really following your intuition and at a young age and look at what it has brought to you. <laughs> oh yeah. And it, thank you. It's yeah. exciting. Um, it's exciting because like uh, whenever you and I have this conversation with each other, it's like, yes, like Lauren, you, like I, you get it. And yeah. I know that your audience gets this and that it's, it's all been about going for the stuff that normally we just tell ourselves is too hard or we're too afraid to do. Um, or it just makes us too uncomfortable. So Jeremy and I, when we met, um, we started dating and I, three months before we started dating, had ended a serious relationship that I was in in my teen years for a couple of years. And, and it was the, like, it was from the day one of Jeremy and I getting together and starting to make these, like having, we had each other and we started to make these crazy decisions together. Like, you know, let's move in together after only knowing each other for three weeks. And we did. Um, because, because I was paying only $850 a month to live in um, a one bedroom apartment in Toronto, which you've lived in that city. And I was yep. on St. Lawrence street and it was like, I was in downtown Toronto. Um, we were paying $850. Which is like nothing for those of you who don't know anything about Toronto. It's like nothing. And I had a similar That's, experience where I was on young for 1100. Like, yeah. it's just like everyone that ever came into my apartment was like, like this should not exist. Like you should no, be paying sixteen hundred. So <laughs> yeah, but um, the universe eventually came in and, and kicked your butt on that one, and and exactly. that kind of <laughs> and that happened with me in that I never found a sublet for eight hundred and fifty dollars again. Right, <laughs> but 
Um, but we found bigger, better things, everything after that. But it was crazy. So Jeremy moved in because it was like, wow, I'm paying only this amount. If you move in with me, we're only paying 400 bucks each a month. Right. And we like each other. <laughs> um, so we were like, let's just go for it. Because we were both in a city and didn't have anyone else. He was from Australia. I was only an hour from home. But that felt like so far after living um, in a small town my whole life. And we decided to move in together. And from that decision, you know, six months later, we were living in Australia. And then Jeremy shared with me his dream about doing the bus. And we just kept, instead of saying no to things, that's too hard. We just kept saying yes. Like, how are we going <laughs> to do this? Um, and that was as simple as it is. That's what it was. As difficult as it was, it was, you know, nights sitting there crying, being like, how are we going to do this? It's not like all that easy and, and just a decision. Um, but when you if you can stick to it and if you can know that it's coming from the right choice, like never compromise. Yeah. And you just, you just do it. Um, and, and life will, you know, you'll quickly find out if you don't have a choice. Like if, if, if something comes down to the point where it's like, Oh, actually I don't have a choice. I need to do this, which is basically never the case. <laughs> right. You will know. And that's, and those are like the really serious things, like very serious illnesses or, you know, like those are, that's when you have to like maybe put the brakes on. But until like I am dying or somebody very important to me is or something like that, I am not going to not do something because I want to make other people comfortable. And, and most people live their lives, um, you know, not yes. wanting to make their families uncomfortable, their friends uncomfortable, not wanting to upset their boss. Um, and that's just, we just threw all that out the window. We just Right. Like, okay. So that is the perfect segue then into <laughs> the thing that I always talk to you about, because you actually really inspire me, which is that like, I am so passionate about talking to people about going after their dreams. And I also mm. have grown up in... Um, a family and with lots of friends who are so supportive, like I'm incredibly mm -hmm. grateful, but who also are not entrepreneurs. And so mm -hmm. when I'm talking about, you know, on my Instagram, but like, you know, go after what you want. You only live once. Like you didn't, you didn't come here to work a job you hate and then wait to, you know, retire your whole life. Like it actually brings up a lot of resistance for me where mm -hmm. I don't want to upset people. Right. And and then like all the, the stuff about alignment and spirituality and things like that is something that I know a lot of people and myself included, it, it didn't resonate with me for a really long time. I didn't get it. Um, mm -hmm. And so I've really held myself back from just being very open about what I believe in and what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And, and uh, you know, like I write letters to God now, like I never in a million years was that person. I actually mm -hmm. had a lot of judgments around things like that. And, and so like what, getting back to, um, um, you like how did you kind of just decide to throw all that out the window in terms of not worrying about mm -hmm. upsetting people because that's really what I feel you've done very well which is like I'm just going to be myself and people can deal with it <laughs> this okay that and everything that you've just said I you know I know you you know this but it, I can so relate to and right the same thing grew up with tons of love tons of amazing yeah. people in my life but that doesn't mean that people don't have their own shit and that right. they don't have you know their own reasons to maybe subconsciously hold other people back from from doing the things that scare them so that was part of what I realized uh when I was like you know when you're younger and you're having those those arguments with your parents or whatever when you're just you know that you know that like ultimately you both want the same thing that 
you. Everyone wants you to be healthy and happy. But, yes. You know, you want to be healthy and happy at a concert that your parents don't want you to go to or something. And, <laughs> and your parents are, and, and it's like, there's like that disconnect and frustration. Um, and then, you know, you don't go to the concert and you hold it against your parents and, and whatever else. Um, and I feel like that's what a lot of people continue to do into adulthood. Right. Um, they, they hear other people's frustration, frustrations or concerns, and then they treat, they treat them as a real reason to not do what they're being called to do. And, and that ultimately is, it's a, it's a cop out. And it's, I, I believe that that's our own fear. Um, that's, oh, yeah. that's taking that, that opportunity to just bail out because whenever we are growing and pushing into these unknown zones, it's uncomfortable. And yes. naturally, you know, you want to take the exit. You know, Jeremy has also been a big part of helping me be able to call this stuff. Like I, I've, I've ended some toxic friendships that I like people that I was friends with almost my whole life. Like, you know, that, that were very close people that I still love and want them to do well, but I cannot compromise my happiness for somebody's narratives and like, uh, and mental um, disconnect. And, and that is what I really believe most people do. So, you know, we are just living out of, if we believe that this is something that we truly want and is, and I believe this is something that's going to make me happy we're going to go for it. So like right. best example of that is we bought a cat when we lived in Australia, which so after college, I told my parents, hey, I'm not going to do more college. I'm going to go to Australia for a year and I'm probably going to be an entrepreneur or figure something out in life, which everyone went <laughs> and, and, and freaked out at um, and was just like, you know, what are you doing? And I was just like, look, uh, I'm going to be okay. And my one of my great mentors in life, Susan, um, Mason Apps, she, she gave me the advice that she was like, look, you, you have to appreciate your family and friends concern. You smile at them. You tell them that, you know, I, that you appreciate them loving you. And then you just go and do whatever you need to do anyways. <laughs> and if it doesn't work out, they get to say, I told you so. And people love doing that. And if it does work out, they'll be happy for you. Right. And ultimately like they will be in the end if it all ends up working out they have to be happy for you otherwise they just aren't a good like person in your life um in which case that's another conversation so and I think what I'm hearing from you and it's really powerful is just to choose your own happiness over anything other yeah and and it's the real and yes and, and it's the realization that people are too concerned about themselves to really base your life off of other people's fears right. like if, if you didn't go and do what you needed to do as Lauren Saunders because you were afraid of making the people that are are choosing comfort and and fear you know if you were afraid yeah. of of keeping, like you wanted to keep them comfortable like you know like what like am I allowed to swear on this podcast like yes, what is yes, that I swear all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah okay, like what the fuck is that like, um you know like it doesn't it's not um it's not like that's bullshit like and yeah. It, and it's yeah and it's just an excuse so that's um what well, and I me and Jeremy have been I'm, acting at I want to say this to the audience and and I feel like since I've been in Italy it's just been so much easier for me to be like I'm just gonna fucking do what I want and say what I need mm-hmm. to say and like it's it's been a lot easier since I removed myself from you know Toronto for a little while but what I want to say to people on this podcast is that like this new way of living your life, which is to follow your passion, to trust in the universe, to, you know, believe that you deserve to be happy every day, not just past the age of 65. Like you deserve to be happy mm-hmm. throughout the entirety of your life. Like this is a new way of living. And so people don't understand it because you're going against hundreds and thousands of years 
of, you know, one way of thinking about life. So it's yeah. uncomfortable as fuck and people don't get it. Um, and all of that's okay. And like to actually take a lot of pride and acknowledge yourself for being someone who is stepping out of that mm-hmm. like box of expectation. It's not easy at all. <laughs> um, and, and there's a reason why it's uncomfortable. And there's a reason why so many people you know, are going to look at what you're doing. I get people that message me all the time who are like, I just so wish I could do what you're doing. I'm living vicariously yeah. through you. I'm like, why, why Fucking don't? stop. Why don't, yeah, like, why don't yes. you do what I'm doing? Yeah, I, I know, can yes. do it. But people yeah. just, you know, so that's, again, like so much of the projection that you get from people is about their own, like, oh, totally. you are, are proving to them that they could do it. And it's yeah. making it harder for them to stay inside their belief of, oh, no, I can't. And so, and, and, you know, and that's what I want more than anything is to help grab people's People heads, see. pull them out of the ground and say, like, you have your own potential. And also, we all have a very limited time here. Yes. Go and, enjoy it. And it goes <laughs> like, both ways, too. I mean, there's also people that I'm sure are reaching out to you saying, you've inspired me so much. And I'm, absolutely. you know, and, and I get that all the time as well. So it goes both ways. There's going to be people who really resist what you're doing. And, yeah. and it rubs them the wrong way for whatever reason. And there's also going to be people who, because you did it, they gave themselves the permission to, you yeah. know, really go after their dreams. So and, and hopefully on our online communities, it's more and it's more that there oh yeah and that's where it's unbalanced is like on my instagram in my instagram world people are so um you know supportive and for this and and just know so much about it and then yeah this is where it gets dangerous is you can step out of that and expect the same from your friends and family and and the community around you and it's not life is life is very competitive life is very primal and old and people are judgmental and and your number one like job in life should be your own survival, your own happiness. Stop trying to make other people happy. Make other people happy through being your best self being and happy. sharing that and being happy. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Like, that's the best way to do it. And and as you do that, like as Jeremy and I take more and more risks, like people are just like used to it. Like yeah. we we <laughs> drove across Canada this winter with a U-Haul in minus 40. My all mom the way would have had a heart Canada. attack if I tried to. I can't believe your parents. <laughs> they were so chill. And that's what my aunt said to me. She's like, I can't believe. And like even like Jeremy it, and like I, like legit. we were like for those of you who like, are Canadian, so cool. like like this is actually a real like death threat to yeah. drive across the country in minus 40 degree weather with a car that's what like 10 years old maybe more than that yeah, like 10 years old like it's actually and quite a U-Haul. dangerous what you did and a cat it was very dangerous and a cat um <laughs> who like yeah and like we had like you know we had we had all of our snow gear in there and and I had like a big jerry can of gas and we would like tried to take all the safety precautions you can but ultimately yeah like minus 40 is minus 40 it was <laughs> it was scary we were starting our days so that we were driving for all of the daylight like so that we got the first wee hours um and it was it was like it was like a desert minus 40 and you knew that if you got trapped out there that that was it but it was wild so we were driving across <laughs> canada in the minus 40 my parents are being like you know obviously they're a little bit worried but they're being really chill and and i have other people messaging me being like i can't believe you guys did this like that's crazy i would never have done that and 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 it, then it did occur to me i was like wow my family was just so chill about this and they just believed in us because jeremy and i have done so many right that's the other thing too is that like, they just knew like yeah they'll just they'll do it they'll the get more you it. start like, being this person who just like takes yeah. steps outside of your comfort zone and like does things the more people just not only start expecting it of you but also it's like they believe that you're going to be successful because you've proven mm-hmm. that to them so like when i was like actually i'm going to pack up my apartment put everything in storage i'm going to mm-hmm. retire my first business and i'm going to go to rome people were like 
I think Ooh. that you'll do great. <laughs> yeah. At this, I'm like, what do I have to do to surprise you guys at this point? Yeah, seriously. No, but that is, it's because it's, you are, you're living, like, you are, you're living proof and, and you've been doing it and, and we both have and, and yeah. it is great to start to see that reflection and, but there is obviously like, there's the people that just won't ever get it or they get yeah. lost in their own life and, and we can't compromise ourselves for those people. So I guess if like, I were to say like, you know, going over a few things like with Instagram and all of that, I truly believe that the success that I'm creating is coming from the fact that I have a true passion and, and love. And that if you can find something that you truly are passionate about yeah. and really want to dive into that, that's a really good opportunity. The other thing I will say is I think that so many people get trapped into using Instagram in the same ways that everyone else does. It's a very creative little app and you can get much more creative than just posting a photo or video. Like that's just a basic thing. Say like a little I, more about that. Like what would be a couple of tips for people and how they could get more creative with their Instagram feed? For the average person that doesn't want to put in a huge time investment, I'm actually not too sure. I'm sure there's easy, quick tricks. For people, well, this apps. is, this is entrepreneurs that we're talking yeah. to. So, okay. So for me, like, for example, like I'm now wanting to get really into Photoshop and, um, more into editing. And I'm really like, I would really like to push the box as far as like what I could create when I want to create an inversion video. Right. Um, there's so much editing software and stuff at our fingertips that it's like, yeah. if you can think about what it is that you're passionate about and try to reinvent it a bit or think about it just in a different light. Like maybe that is a one minute Instagram video that's just, it's a black video and it's just an audio of you taking somebody through a certain thought um, and using just right. the audio part of the app. Or So it's almost more of like, a, like you could turn it into an art gallery of, you know, uh, that's where each post mine, could be. And, and you uh, could do it on your phone absolutely. these days, right? <laughs> Totally. Well, it's just insane yeah. what we can do. Yeah, so yeah. that's where it's like, don't just get sucked in. Like the the best comparison that I know is um, within the yoga community, people are always posting the same pictures, same shapes, same poses and very similar captions. Um, and it's like people need to look at that and try to reinvent the wheel and just be like, how can I take this outside of the box? Start strapping a GoPro to like your wrist for every video as well as take a photo of it and combine the two together. And like, I don't need like you can just right. get really creative in ways that people just aren't pushing it and then they're getting bored and exhausted. And it's like, well, wait a second. Like if this technology popped out in the nineties and it's all we had, we would have figured out every inch of it like and how to right. get creative. Like, creative well, and I think it. it's like, don't take it for granted. What people are kind of getting sucked into with Instagram, 100% myself included, is thinking that it it still is what it was four or five years ago, which it's not, oh, yeah, it's right? Which is so much. people just posting, um, you know, nice looking feeds and growing half a million followers, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, like it's nothing. Like that does that's not the game. That's anymore. not what it is. It, it's mm -hmm. way more about being yourself. It's way more about putting more of yourself out there. Um, yeah. And I'm not even, I'm definitely not the expert on that, but that's what I see a lot of, um, is just I people, see you more know. and more of, of like your true, like full right. you, like not just an, a not just an aspect of you more and more. And like, I hear it obviously like anytime you speak, like, I think it's so great that you're doing this podcast. Um, because 
uh, obviously, like I believe you have so much great, valuable info to share. But I, whenever you and I speak, we always have our best conversations. I connect with you both best over hearing your voice right. and your thoughts that way. Um, so I think it's so great that you've like seized this opportunity. I love this now. fucking podcast. Like because on here for some reason I don't. I just speak openly. I guess I have it like it's this little corner of the internet where a lot of people that like follow me on Instagram aren't even paying attention. Like that's my main resistance is mm-hmm. every person I know and every person that they know, all my fr- friends, family members, and and like everyone I know personally follows me on Instagram um, mm-hmm. and are not entrepreneurs. And so yeah. I figure that the people who are actually following me through to the podcast are people who get it. And, yeah. and you know, I can be very open. And so it's actually well, I hope that you continue to transfer that over and, and just know oh, I am way less and less. Yes. Yeah, oh, I can about... feel like a huge shift. I mean, mm-hmm. even just today, I was like on my my uh, Instagram stories, I was like, I told this stupid little story about like trying to go and get my favorite vegan food here in um, in Milan. And when I got there, the place that I usually go to is closed. And I was like, oh, I was going to get this like vegan Big Mac thing that they have. And so <laughs> instead, I went next door to this pizza place and I had the best fucking pizza I've ever had in my life and I was I made this <laughs> joke on my story where I was like guys the universe is always looking out for you like <laughs> mm-hmm. seriously like it, that guy was closed today that runs this other restaurant so that I would have the best pizza experience in my life yeah. like everything right? is working out in your favor like I even a few months ago would not have put that on my Instagram story because I would be like people just think I've like lost it and I'm like fuck it I don't care no yeah you gotta <laughs> like man the people that think that you've lost it they just they just don't get it and I know like, well, and they can just follow away you know anyways what's and funny is logically I know that I don't actually give a shit like I don't these people are like some of them are like from high school it's subconsciously it's that like that program because we were still raised to be a part of all of that so exactly yeah it and it's hard to I know I I totally get that and you've had to like like I said I think these changes are the earlier you can make them in life I think anybody can make them at any point in life it takes it just takes more and more work you and I have um almost a 10 year age difference between us yeah um and I think that the changes that I started to make because I made them like imagine if you made all these changes in your attitude that you're making now but when you first went to Australia or like when you first went to college so you would be like it, what I feel like when you do something when you're younger, you're easy. It's easier to just be confident in it. And I've been able, luckily, I've been able to tie in a lot of mine to, like, who I've become since I left home. And I think it would be harder for me to break through to my friends and family and to not feel those feelings that you're talking about. Even just doing it a few years later oh, doesn't yeah. mean that like, I don't think it's like it, it's it's what you have to do. You have so much. Everyone's I'm so on, happy. on their own <laughs> journey, yeah. and uh, I mean, I've had to get over sort of the limiting beliefs I had about being 30 and like becoming an expat of like, now there's nothing in my space about it. But a couple of years ago, I had this story of like, well, at my age, like it's too late to like go on an adventure. It's I'm supposed to just like sit around and like build my life and wait for my husband. (laughs) That was the mindset I was in. Right. For me, when I was younger, like closer to your age, I just wasn't nearly confident enough to do anything like what I'm doing now. So my journey Mm -hmm. took longer to, for me to really find that in myself and and uh, find what I really wanted to share with the world. So, well, and yeah, and every part of your like every part of it's been a step to be where you are exactly. today. And 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 like I remember, like you were such a like inspiration for me. I remember it was so cool when you first started your YouTube channel back in the day. <laughs> like that was my first insight into knowing somebody that was 
doing something on YouTube. Like you were right. the first, and that was like absolutely was a part of my, you know, probably right. uh, inspiration. And so it's like we've, you've been doing this in these different capacities from day one. It's just it's not easy. And and you know, I have um, like. I am very appreciative for Jeremy and that we've been able to kind of help um, support each other right. when making decisions. Like you've made decisions that um, I know like th- that it would be much harder for me to make that decision on my own. Oh, I definitely um, think about that too of like, I'm, I'm making these decisions by myself and I have no one to kind of like bounce them off of. Um, which I'm- is, I think is, I think that's fucking awesome because it means that you're going to meet somebody who's ready for you, right? right? You're not going to meet somebody one day um, and it'd be like, and it'd be what most people go through, which is this, these uncomfortable growing pains of, of trying oh, to figure God, out who yeah. you are My while you're with somebody. My is woke as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, like, he is all queued up for me. I'm actually not ready to let him in right now. I'm having too much yeah. fun on my own, to be honest. Yeah. Um, well, be careful. But... That's what I said when I met Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but anyways, that, that's, uh, that's awesome. And like, Fuck it. I'm I'm just so thrilled for both of us to be where we are today and I can't wait to well, I just hopefully say that do I, another chat like this again and I draw see where so we are much, in six months. So much inspiration from what you're doing and uh and I mean it's funny because um your older sister is like my best longest friend, but Laura and I through this uh, you know, shared entrepreneurship journey have really like connected a lot. So mm-hmm. um, it's just so exciting. We literally grew up like 500 meters down the road from each other. And uh, yeah, so I'm just so happy to have been able to have you on. I'm going to put all of your information in mm-hmm. the show notes so that people can follow you. Your feed is like just super fun to watch. Like your inversions are so freaking like you. I'm like the least graceful person in comparison to you, which I know that you know because you've seen me. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much Laura um well I can just say do you mind if I real quickly just yeah, say one more it. thing yeah um so to be sitting here having this conversation means a lot to me um to have this with you because I I it did just pop into my mind that uh you know one of the most transformative weekends of my life was that blue skies weekend yeah um and people are like what blue skies weekend and that's a music festival that I went to with Lauren where we had a conversation that really changed my life and it was it was around it was when we were both in the seedling stages of these thoughts of needing to you know do what's best for us um so and, yeah just and that means some, a lot <laughs> some context because I I was thinking about that earlier on in our conversation which was Laura was uh what like 17 or 18 I think you might have been 17 and you were in 18 yeah. 18, yeah, and, 18 and you were about to go to Toronto for school it was in August um and we went to this music festival I've gone to my whole life and um you were in a relationship that you mentioned earlier and mm-hmm. I could just I I so resonated with what you were dealing with which was that you were trying to want for yourself what other people wanted for you which was Mm -hmm. to stay where you were and keep doing what you were doing and basically take the you know like the the safe way out the comfortable way out and I Mm -hmm. just knew I had already gone no had I gone to Australia yet yeah Yeah, I had gone to Australia um and I had a very similar relationship to the one that you were talking about um in Mm -hmm. high school with like a great guy who would have done anything for me and I felt really like claustrophobic in it and and then I got out of that and I went to university and I went to Australia and I just like fell in love with the adventure of life and I could see that that was what you 
Yeah. Like I remember saying I to you, like that. That you're 18, like there's so much. Like you were trying to talk yourself into basically marriage. Marriage. Essentially. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I just know I remember saying, like, Laura, don't I'm not saying go home and like break up with this guy, which is exactly what you did. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm saying that like there's so much out there and I you and I are the same and like you know, there's everything mm-hmm. available for you. You have to trust your gut. And and and, and you were the only person that was able to say that for me and to to just like believe that for me. And perhaps that's because you felt that maybe it's because you could also just be a big enough person to just not tell me to stay in that relationship because that's what everyone else did. Um, Even like my own parents who love and support me so much, they wanted at that time to see me in that relationship because it it represented security. He was a, he was a nice guy. There was nothing like, yeah, wrong there the biggest issue was was that I had no idea who I was yet and I wasn't giving myself a chance to even figure that out I was about to just settle in life yeah so uh, thank you for that conversation because here we are well I still remember and a half years later (laughs) I I think yeah I still remember it like it was yesterday and what happened for you you know you went home you ended that relationship you were over it and like like quite quickly you were moving on like you were excited about possibilities I was, out of it and I was very excited <laughs> the next time I saw you which was in Toronto you mm. had met Jeremy you mm. were down about 30 pounds you'd started this Instagram account you were mm. like doing all of these things my life just flipped it's just like exactly and this is what happens when we just follow our intuition mm. and and you know Came from a very painful, hard decision that at the time seemed like, like you could have never known that. And, and that's, these are the decisions people face every day and they say no to. Right. Um, And I'm not saying people should just go and break up with their partners and blah, that's not what it's about. Yeah, But like, if you know, though, your intuition knows. And so many people just suppress that for their entire lives and they Mm -hmm. deprive themselves of like, like I'm at a point in my life where I just walk around Milan and I'm just like, fuck me. Like, this is just the most incredible thing ever. Like life is just, today I was like looking at the clouds like like, like, that's that's happiness that's happiness and it's available to anybody who is wanting to grab life by the fucking balls which yeah is is there and people know it's there and they Mm -hmm. they deny themselves of it because of what they think they should do right so i'm and i think I think that this is what we both have to, I think this is what we really share in common and this is what we really want to see people do and and what we have fallen in love with ourselves doing, which is, is stepping away from that, from that fear, believing in ourselves and really like getting into that flow of, of making good decisions for yourself and, and people you, that that's the universe that is that, but it is also ourselves recognizing we are, we are the universe. We are exactly. exactly. There's no separation. So that is, that's, that's, that's believing in yourself that much that that you're almost putting this like mystical power behind it that maybe helps people almost believe in it more but it the truth of it is is that yeah we are the universe there is no separation and when we tap into ourselves and the things we're capable of it's like it's like you better watch out yeah (laughs) yeah i absolutely love that i'm gonna leave it there thank you so much laura we'll definitely do another episode maybe in a few months from now just to because mm-hmm. I'm sure you know a lot is changing for the both yeah. of us and for the viewers or the listeners as well so mm-hmm. thank you so much and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon